I'm going to be talking to Kim Kreiskutcher of uh, the group lead battery components and recycling product engineering of e-mobility components at the RWTH Auckland University about battery re-manufacturing and reusing. So welcome to the interview, Kim. Hello, everybody. Thank you. Well, like this is a, I, I've done some interviews on battery recycling where the batteries are broken down into their components and then reused in the battery manufacturing process. But this is a bit different, isn't it? I mean, you're talking about uh, basically testing the components in a battery pack, uh, taking out those that are, um, that are uh, need to be replaced replacing them with new uh, components and then reusing the, the battery pack. Have I got it more or less right? Yeah, that's right. So we are um, also focusing on the second use and the uh, disassembly processes of the whole battery pack um, um, to battery module level, battery cell uh, level, bringing some components into the second use, refurbish them, um, thinking about remanufacturing. And um, yeah, then, um, as the last step, uh, talking about recycling, right? So when you when a, a battery comes in, say from an electric vehicle, and once they fall uh, below eighty uh, percent of their capacity, is what I understand is the threshold. But that doesn't mean that all of the cells or all of the components are below eighty percent, does it? Yeah, that's right. So what we can see is that, um, yeah, there are just a few battery cells broken down in the battery system. And um, we can see that the battery packs have a really good uh, capacity, a really good state of health, uh, we, uh, we, we call it. And um, yeah, we can bring them into a second use, not always the battery pack, but a few modules of the battery system. And um, yeah, therefore we have to test them when we can uh, get back the battery packs. Um, if we haven't any data from, from the um, um, yeah, um, um, life cycle um, during the uh, electric vehicle um, yeah, usage. So what are the components of a battery pack? If you could just give us a brief overview. Yeah, so we have first we have the housing for sure and inside of the housing we have the battery modules we have uh, cables um, high voltage cables low voltage cables we have the battery management system um, we have a cooling um, um, management system and um, yeah then inside of the modules um, we have um, also battery cells for sure bus bars uh, connectors um, plugs and so on and when you get a battery in and you're looking at remanufacturing it or reusing it, what are the parts that are most likely to be defective and need replacing? Yeah, so for us, it's important to use the battery itself again. So the modules where we have the active material, the battery cells inside um, for a storage energy um, but you can also think about using the cables again, um, um, the power electronics, um, yeah. But it, it, it sounds like the, the cells themselves uh, are degenerate over time. And is that, would that be the component that most likely needs to be replaced? 
Yeah, that's right. And also the power electronics, so the platines, for example, uh, especially today, uh, we can see in the market that we have a lot of problems getting uh, platines. Um, so yeah, it's also a really important component. So in a battery pack, is it likely that a quite a number of cells will have to be replaced or is it really only, you know, maybe five or 10% of the cells? And so we have to say that today it's really difficult to replace uh, battery cells because in the module they are glued together. And so um, at the moment it's just possible to disassemble the pack to module level and then the disassembly stops. Um, so um, yeah, getting the battery cells um, 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 from the battery module, we have to damage some components and we can't use them again at the moment. But yeah, you're right. If this is possible, so if we can realize this disassembly process uh, up to cell level, then um, yes, we have um, studies done that we just have to remove five to 10% of the cells and all the others we can use in a second use um, maybe with other requirements, uh, um, um, so not um, this fast charging, for example. So if we are thinking about uh, stationary storage systems, um, there we have other requirements regarding the battery system. And yeah, there we can think that a lot of uh, battery cells we can use again. Uh, now, it sounds like the design of the battery and the manufacturing process is important to being able to efficiently disassemble the battery. Uh, are battery manufacturers open to changing their processes or their design to make it easy for their, their batteries to be remanufactured re and reused? Yes, yeah, so um, we have to say that a lot of OEMs are talking about that because, yeah, they know they have to recycle um, the battery system with uh, yeah, high efficiencies. Um, so yeah, they are thinking about, but they, has, uh, they have also other requirements regarding space, regarding price, regarding energy density. Um, so um, yeah, uh, recycling, remanufacturing, disassembly is not, I would say the, the first priority, but they are talking about and they, um, I think they want to combine the different requirements and um, we can see that um, especially the newer battery systems, the disassembly process is much more easier than the older ones. So um, yeah, if we have battery systems um, which, uh, with the age of eight years, um, the disassembly process is uh, really complex um, and we need a lot of time. And if we have battery systems, um, which are developed in the last year, uh, last years, um, the disassembly is much more easier. So Kim, uh, given the uh, amount of uh, critical minerals and, and minerals like lithium and, and cobalt in these batteries, uh, I would imagine, and the fact that the, you know, everyone's concerned about shortages of those minerals, uh, I would think that for the manufacturers, being able to reuse the minerals that are already in the batteries would be a consideration. Is that the case? Yeah, that's right. Because um, if we can recycle the, uh, all the elements, the materials of the battery uh, with a high ef efficiency and also with a high quality, that's uh, really important, and bring them back into the battery cell production, we have uh, a better independency regarding um, the countries where the materials come from. So um, 
we can see that the materials come from Congo, come from South America, South Africa, Asia, not from Europe. And um, yeah, so we need, um, um, beside of the CO2 emissions uh, discussions and all, all uh, the other uh, points, uh, we need this independence here, I would say, because we can see that here in, in Europe, um, the battery cell productions, uh, yeah, starting to build up uh, and to sc uh, scale up and uh, also in the in Canada and the US, I would say that that's a, the same case, um, and therefore you need the materials. Yeah. And where are we at in the uh, development of battery remanufacturing and reuse? Is it still in the lab? Uh, is it out in uh, you know being done in small quantities? Uh, will it be scaling up uh, anytime soon? Yeah, so uh, regarding the disassembly process um, in industrial scale, we are, uh, yeah, really manually. So, um, yeah, humans, workers are, uh, um, do this um, disassembly process. So uh, we at the university um, start, uh, so having a projects um, regarding the automation of the disassembly, because in the next year, there are a lot of numbers of batteries coming back and uh, which have to be disassembled. So we need a, a, a automation um, in these processes. Um, but there, I would say we are starting building our pilot plans. Um, regarding the, the recycling process, for sure, we have uh, industrial uh, processes there, but also there it's really important to scale up in the next years. And there's a lot to do uh, also regarding the recycling efficiencies and uh, qualities of the materials. Um, in new processes like this, Kim, there are always uh, uh, constraints to adopting to develop the process. And there are things that are accelerating the development of that process. What are the top one or two constraints to automating uh, remanufacturing and, and reuse and making this uh, commercially viable? Yeah, so um, um, one pain point I can say is that we had have a lot of different battery system designs. So we yeah, can't do just one disassembly process and the robot has to do um, all the same steps every time. So regarding the different battery systems um, of the different battery manufacturers, we uh, always need um, different uh, disassembly processes. And um, 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 one case can be that we have a partnership with the OEM um, and then um, know that we have um, always the same battery system come back. That would be the perfect scenario, I would say. But if that's not the case, um, then we have to think about yeah, intellectual uh, 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 processes um, so that the robot can uh, react to the uh, different battery systems. Um, for example, by intelligence uh, trainee, uh, the robot systems. Now, we've seen some examples in, the, uh, in North America where uh, OEM uh, automakers have entered into agreements with recycling companies uh, for batteries. Uh, is this the kind of model that you foresee in the near future where the OEM will partner with a, a particular company for remanufacturing and reuse, and that then allows the company to do what you just said, you know, standardize its, uh, you know, its automation processes. Yeah, can 
we uh, really we can see that also in the battery cell production. And um, so um, we can um, also see the discussions between the different recyclers and the OEM. So uh, we think that that could be a realistic threat. Kim, what's driving the adoption and development of the remanufacturing and reuse processes? Yeah, so there are different points of view. First, we have for sure the sustainability. So when we can think about um, having the battery, uh, uh, um, yeah, the uh, longer time into the lives, uh, in the, into the life. So don't uh, bring them to the waste and with the recycling process after the usage in the electric vehicle. So we have, um, for example, the um, application in a stationary storage system. And we think that uh, we can um, increase the um, uh, life cycle of the battery for around about 10 years um, by using uh, the battery in the second use. So that's the first point. And the second point for, for sure are the uh, economic potential. So um, when we can think about selling a used battery to a remanufacturer uh, or a, a, a company having a second use, application, then yeah, you have this economic potential. And I think that's also really important for the battery manufacturers as well as for the OEMs. Now, I understand that the uh, European Union's Green Deal, it was uh, passed in 2019. There's now battery legislation that is also, uh, and regulations that are uh, driving this, this process as well. Is that the case? Yeah, that's right. So at the moment we have I would say really old regu uh, regula regulations uh, regarding the battery. And um, in the last years, the application of the battery um, changed a lot. So the regulations are not, uh, yeah, um, 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 are not for this um, um, scenario. Um, and so the European um, politicians are discussing if we can bring the regulations to the actual scenarios. So um, first we can see that we have a lot of problems uh, or pay, yeah, we can say problems regarding the transportation, for example, of a battery system across board country borders. So if I have a company producing stationary storage um, um, with um, um, used um, batteries from electric vehicle, uh, maybe I want to have batteries not, not just from Germany, also from uh, other European countries. And then I have uh, really um, um, high um, um, legislations um, for bringing the batteries into um, my country. So I have a long and difficult notification um, processes. I have to uh, talk about the different um, um, the different uh, um, local authorities and so on. And I think um, every country has its own legislation. So Germany uh, said, okay, we have this and this and this to do. We have a different procedure regarding Switzerland or regarding Austria. And so I have to do a lot of research. I have to do a lot of discussions. Uh, until I can realize um, this second use of a battery system. And I think that's um, yeah, a, a, a big problem to bringing 
um, these new ideas, and I think that's really innovative ideas and uh, really important ideas, bringing them in a realization process. And um, yeah, the Green Deal um, is also talking, they have also other uh, topics, but also talking about um, changing legislations regarding um, the second use and the recycling. Uh, Kim, very interesting insights into battery reuse and, and remanufacturing. Uh, any uh, any uh, final thoughts, uh, something we maybe should have talked about that we haven't? Yes, well, I, I can say that um, at uh, our institute, the PM, we um, have a lot of different pilot projects and one uh, of them is the stationary storage system from used uh, batteries. And um, yeah, now we are in a foundation process. So we have a, a really big investor behind and we are starting now this, this business because uh, yeah, we think that's, that's a good case, a good time uh, for, for this um, um, uh, storage system. And um, yeah, I, I, I can say that all these market areas really, really interesting and uh, future topic. Right, Kim, thank you very much for your insights. Always appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs>